0: Would you all rise, the Holy Majesty New York Governor has let us all know what we didn't know that we were missing. See, Jesus may fill a hole in your heart, but all of us have a vaccine hole somewhere in our arms. And the New York Governor let us all know that vaccines not only are a part of your health, they're not only the safest things that ever existed that you need in order to take part in society, but they're also a spiritual undertaking like ayahuasca in the Peruvian mountains. It is now part of your Uh, journey to Mecca to take these vaccines. And God, I wish I knew that before while I was trying to, I don't know, seek redemption and believe on the cross of Jesus Christ. Who knew, Sydney, that all you needed to become a believer in God was getting a little jabbity-jab in your uh, upper arm?
1: Well, I guess if I'd known that, it would have changed my life forever, Elijah some years (laughs) ago. (laughs) <laughs> what is this timeline? Honestly, I just, this is bizarre.
0: Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Anyway, I'm Elijah Schaefer, the host of the podcast Slightly Offensive.
1: And my name is Sydney Watson from the creatively named channel Sydney Watson. We do have a very, very bizarre video to show you guys of the New York governor saying some very odd things. Who's, I don't know if Elijah, if you knew this, but her, her daughter-in-law coincidentally also works for a, as a lobbyist for a big pharma firm. which Shock is, her. Yeah, definitely shocking. We've got some wonderful things coming back, coming up about some Ivy Leagues as well. And we're going to get into all of that and more. We are live from Dallas, Texas, and you are here.
0: Well, it's another day in the United States of America, and we got a lot going on. And, of course, we got to keep things a little bit lighthearted, and we like to bring guests on. We have amazing guests this week. We want to kick off our guests as Mondays are, are the nights with just you and I with an amazing comedian, Lila Hart, who is here in Texas, a brand-new refugee. You can find all of <laughs> her work at lilahart.com, one of my favorite comedians as well. Lila, welcome to You Are Here.
2: Thank you guys so much for having me, and I'm really honored to be here tonight.
0: Yeah, so obviously this is getting kinda weird because we had Michael Malice, then we had Blair White, and we're not we're not doing this on purpose. I promise you guys this. Everybody seems to be a refugee from California, New York, one of these big cities, that ends up coming to Texas, escaping things. Obviously, you're a comedian. You're successful. I knew about you even before we we had you on the show. I saw you at a show. I met you there. Your performance was A-grade. It was incredible. I loved it. I was like, you've got to come on the show. We had such a good night, such a great performance. And I know as we started the show. You were telling me a little bit that you you just moved to Texas and it wasn't because you thought the stakes were good and the boots were high. I mean, you have some pretty serious reasons why you came here.
2: Yeah, we moved here about two weeks ago. Um, we moved here because of the vaccine mandates, uh, to be quite honest with you. I My breaking point was um, I just had performed on August 29th at the Ford Amphitheater in front of almost 800 people and it was an amazing show. Um, they were really wonderful to me there. Uh, I you know, they allowed me to have my vaccine uh, exemption. So I had a negative COVID test and I was exempt from the vaccine. And the next night I decided to go to the comedy store. And I knew at the comedy store in LA that they were requiring people to have vaccine, uh, you know, to be vaccinated to enter. But I figured, hey, you know, I have a negative COVID test on me. I have um, medical paperwork that states that I'm not um, able to get the vaccine. And also, I've been coming to this club for five years, and I know everybody there. So um, I went with my friend, and I went up to the bouncer, and I showed him my my papers, right? <laughs> and uh, they told me, oh, let me call a manager, Lila. Let's get a manager to come in here, and you know we'll see what we can do. Mm-hmm. The manager comes to me, and he said, that they could take my paperwork, they could scan it, and they could get back to me in three days. And I could possibly come into the comedy store. And that's when I found out that not only are they requiring guests to be vaccinated, everybody that works there must be vaccinated as well. And um, I found that to be very disturbing. And uh, it just really made me sad. You know, and the worst part about this is as I was getting rejected to leave... The bouncer told me, you know, Lila, if you would have just shown me a fake vaccine card, I would have let you in.
1: Oh, my God. Are we, well, I'm not really shocked by that, though. But I think your story is interesting, though. So you have
2: spina bifida. Yes, I have spina wait, wait. bifida. <laughs> Can we?
0: Because I don't know how to write that on Google. I'm kind of stupid. So <laughs> spinal bifida, how do you spell that?
2: Spina. Spina. F I D A. See, I feel like we're in a scoliosis. Well, I'm just saying, other than
0: other than being notoriously about the same size as my producer Savannah and slightly offensive, what does sp- spina bifida actually do? Because people obviously are in the chats are like, "Hey, this girl's short."
2: I know. I, I saw the tweet. They're like, "You're having a dwarf on your show." Um oh, yeah. And I commented back, and I was like, "I actually have spina bifida and scoliosis." So, to put it simply, spina bifida is a being born with a spinal cord injury. So the spine fails to form properly in the womb. My parents had no idea that I would be born with this disability. So it was a complete shock. And they told my parents that when I was born, um, I would never be able to walk, that I would have difficulty learning and, um, you know, a whole plethora of things. But, you know, you don't always have to listen to the doctors, right? Mm -hmm. Because they're not always right. They're
1: not always right, indeed. But this is why (laughs) I think you're so interesting. So for those who don't maybe understand like a lot about this condition. So what is it if you don't mind explaining what is it about the condition that stops you from getting vaccinated in this case? Like what is it that Well,
2: for me, I actually have a uh, a blood clotting disorder. So, and it's, and I, I don't think it has anything to do with the spina bifida. Okay. It's just, I have these two genes from my mom and my dad, and I'm more prone to blood clots. So I can't even be on birth control. And, um, in 2017, I had an emergency surgery and that's when I found out that I had this blood clotting disorder because I developed a blood clot that was in my knee. And, uh, if I didn't go to the hospital that it would have traveled to my lung and killed me. So that's why when... I heard that these vaccines were giving people blood clots. I was like, I am not going to get one. And frankly, I just, I don't want to have, I don't want one. Mm -hmm. And what
0: happened to that? Because I think what's kind of interesting too is, is, Obviously, the idea of you being a stand up comedian speaks wonders to what people said about you that you wouldn't like stand up, there would be a lot of problems, <laughs> and you actually can physically stand up, right? Where yeah. people think, oh, well, you know, you're disabled or whatever. And that's like, uh, you know, which is weird because you're not really disabled, you're actually totally fine. Was that your car parked out in front of the disabled spot? Yes, I knew mine. it. I knew it. Knew, I knew it. I was like, we had like two spots. But it's, what, what what's remarkable though, like what you were telling me earlier, is that obviously in 2019, I mean, we're going to talk about a lot of this stuff, but what's interesting before we even get into the New York governor stuff about, you know, saying that the vaccine is basically a religious uh, pilgrimage to Mecca. This is the way that you uh, receive enlightenment. People like you exist, okay? And, and, and it's kind of weird to me because... Prior to COVID... There was a lot of like talk about you know not only trans lives black lives but a lot about the disabled right and this mm-hmm. idea of disability lives matter and mm-hmm. and and I always used to have this phrase which people always killed me where I said the future is disabled that we're not going to stop till we have a president with Down syndrome meaning <laughs> they they kind of they went from they actually I bring this up importantly mm-hmm. they didn't just make disabilities like hey you should like understand people have different life experiences they started to glorify and even like deify and mm-hmm. say put the disabled to the front we got to make disabilities is the number one thing and then all of a sudden all these people who have issues that are going hey this new world post covid this new mandate world i found a way to get ahead i found a way to be a comedian i found a way to be myself and now you're taking that away from me and they're just like hey you know what fuck you
2: yeah exactly it's funny how you know they said that we're supposed to protect people like me and now they're not letting people like me into the comedy store you know and i it's really disheartening it makes me really sad and um When I I posted a video, you know, after being rejected from the comedy store and the worst part about it was reading all the comments, especially from other disabled people that I know who wrote that they didn't really want to get the vaccine, but they did because they want to be able to go to concerts or be able to go to shows, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's what makes me sad is that a lot of people are getting this because they want to be able to do things And they're not even given the chance to, you know, do your own research. And now do your own research is deemed as a bad phrase. We're not even allowed to say that. And um, I'm just grateful to be in Texas where I can even talk about this. You know, I I was starting to feel like in LA, um, like the circle was getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And I was only able to talk about this with maybe one person, you know, my fiance. And uh, that's why I'm, I'm just so grateful to be here, just to even have this conversation is amazing to me.
1: I mean, I definitely know that our listeners, I think, will be interested because, like I said, you have such an interesting story. And I think that it's so infrequent that you actually meet people who do have legitimate medical exemptions who are being effectively discriminated against because they cannot get vaccinated in your case in point. And I think Mm -hmm. that's why, I mean, what you've done is really, really quite, quite interesting, quite remarkable because you've canceled shows, haven't you, too? um because they've required vaccinations at the venues is that correct or is that just Chrissy who did that
2: well that's Chrissy you know I I haven't really been asked to do many shows Mm -hmm. the thing is in LA it's so it's so like locked down right now and you know the comedians that they are having perform are comedians who are pro-vaccine right who are speaking for this and that's what really kind of sucks is that I see comedians who are in my class, you know, of comedy and they're performing, but they're they're pro all of this stuff. And I'm, I'm feeling like left behind, you know, and um, it just makes me so sad that I never saw myself in 2019. If you would have said, Lila, you're going to live in Texas, I'd be like, you're crazy. You know, I have this whole life in L.A. I love Los Angeles. I love my friends here. But it's just it's not even just the comedy clubs. It's the, it's dangerous there, you know. I don't feel safe but walking just two blocks. In twenty nineteen, I used to go to three or four comedy clubs a night. And I'd be out till three o'clock in the morning by myself, you know, and now I don't even feel safe walking two blocks to go get my nails done. Like about a month ago, I went to go get my nails done and I was at the nail salon and a homeless man decided to strip down completely naked in front of the nail salon. I'm yelling at the the nail people to lock the doors, you know, and um, a social worker on a bike comes over to defuse the situation and then he ends up getting attacked by the homeless man and then the police come, you know, and it's just, I don't want to live in a place where I can't even feel comfortable to walk down the street. You know, I. That's where I'm at. <laughs> no, no, you know, it's,
0: it's interesting because obviously, so one of one of my favorite moments, by the way, of comedy. So people don't realize my life is a joke, and so my, <laughs> the greatest comedy show is my daily existence. <laughs> Not only is this studio godforsakenly hot, Kayla,
1: who the hell no, determines I, huh, the we, heat I walk, in this place? I walked it in is here; s- it was so cold. You're a baby. I think you're a baby. It's so. Are you, like Are so, you hot right now?
2: I'm, I'm yeah, wearing sh- jumpers, <laughs>
1: Brandon, Brandon, Brandon's in I'm a bloody fine. sweater. Yeah. yeah,
0: well, I think this, this the entire He's studio is He's in like warm. a parka. What I, is... I know they want you to like cover your arms in the studio and I wish I could just like wear a tank top, maybe a bikini or something. I don't know. I think we'd but like the bikini Yeah, version. I'll just wear a little like little nip nip covers here. <laughs> um, I'm like, I'm always wearing these like hot things. It's like, it's like a hundred degrees outside. But I mean, with Texas is what's crazy is, is being from L.A., one of my favorite moments is that the comedy scene is so big there and it's so part of the culture, right? So I went down, I walked down uh, in West Hollywood, specifically the, La- the Laugh Factory and I remember like my friend just invited me, this is right before I left and I love how cool and random L.A. was before all of this where yeah. even though you're walking over human feces and, you know, <laughs> illegal aliens killing themselves and, you know, people are talking about Black Lives Matter while black people are walking around publicly masturbating and shooting up heroin and things, which is, you know, those are the black people that don't matter to them. But, <laughs> But but most importantly is like you'd get you know once you walked over those people, I got to a club and I was hanging out, had a couple drinks, having a good time. My boys know what I'm talking about. Your vibe and your ha- you're crushing it. And I sat down and okay, talk crap on this guy for having his own problems, but Chris D'Elia is so funny. I think he's an amazing comedian, and he happened to be playing that night were like performing and that was just it was vibing comedy you know he's so politically incorrect everybody was just laughing it was such a great time even in hollywood but those days are over mm-hmm. like like the the identity of we've talked about this on the show but the identity of what the big cities were places of culture of reason of ideas of 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 debate of dancing of freedom they've changed to being cities of oppression, of darkness, of violence, of 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 vitriol towards anyone who doesn't just pretend like everything's okay while the whole world is melting around them.
2: Yes, it's like you have uh, all you have all the problems of a big city, but none of the fun anymore because nothing's to capacity. It's everything is is at at a lower capacity, so you just have all the problems there, but none of the the whole reason why I moved there in the first place, which was to, you know, be able to perform at different places and to be able to talk about things that matter. And now I just feel like I can't talk about these things. You know, even even coming on this podcast made me feel like a little bit nervous, you know, because it's like everybody, it, there's only one true opinion in LA. You know, you, you you're only allowed to have one opinion. And if you... They won't even let you in the club. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So, Do you feel like you're
1: going to be ostracized by friends? Is that sort of... A, a, she told a, me this.
0: People were already talking shit on her because basically could c- because she agreed to be on the show.
2: Really? Yeah. I already mean? kind of feel like, you know, I was already kind of feeling that. But I just feel like it's gotten to the point where, you know... I have to say, I have to give a shout out to Chrissy Mayer that I'm really um, grateful for her inviting me to be on her podcast after I had posted my video about what happened to me at the comedy store. Because She, you know, she's very inspiring to me and her um, ability to speak out on this and be brave. And I would have never met her without, yeah, I would have never met you guys without her inviting me to be um, at the show at Hyena's last weekend. So. You, were,
1: you were very funny. I often, um, I often because comedy is kind of gay. Comedy,
0: I don't mean the gay, like happy or like Caleb. It's kind of
1: cringe sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's like three comedians that I like, and I genuinely laughed at many of your jokes which oh, is so you. odd I don't usually laugh out loud at, at shows so. a lot of
0: women comedians are like <laughs> not
1: funny I got they a vagina they make the same jokes about yeah penises exactly. mm-hmm. and you're like
0: oh that's not funny like so you heard about a dick and except you're like, Ali
1: Wong Ali <laughs> Wong is genuinely funny but a lot of them are just I like, like her let, her let
0: me be crass and talk about body parts and you come out and just like hey here's who I am and I think what a lot of people don't realize too when they hear your emotions and people are always like oh like not that they're saying this but just like oh why are you crying etc you have to realize that for a lot of people not that it's the end of the world but you get this there's a lifestyle change because mm-hmm. because we're all transplants. It's like when you, when you build a whole life and you are used to something, especially myself, right? Born and raised in LA, this is my lifestyle. This is who I know. This is where I'm from. And you realize that there, there's no country for old men. Basically, there's mm-hmm. nobody that is allowed here that holds on to any values, traditional or not. And I cannot enjoy myself. I can't even go to a bar. I can't go to a show. I can't go to a concert without dealing with the red tape and the authoritarianism of uh, people making <laughs> me feel like I'm second rate. And I hate to say this because someone will pull this out of context, but it's like making me feel like I'm black in 1940s rural self. It's like saying, oh, well, you're different than us. You can't make friends. You can't be around people. And you're not, you don't necessarily want to leave where you're from. And you get pulled out. And it's, it because it, you were just here for two weeks. It is emotional. It's <laughs> crazy. Even Michael Malice, Blair, everyone we talk to is emotional. They have, uh, uh, you know, Michael does, I don't even know if Michael has tears I don't know to if, cry. Yeah, I was going to say, I
1: don't know if he has emotions. I don't, I don't He has emotions,
0: but, but I meant, but I meant the people are feeling the grief. Of loss, It's just like people that complain, like, oh, don't cry when your pet dies. No, that's a part of your life. When you have to leave your culture, your people behind, and realize that you're facing a new life, a new definition, because the people around you have decided that you're not allowed to enjoy freedom where you live. A lot of people around the world are experiencing this today, where they're realizing as October approaches, they're going to lose their jobs. Maybe they already did already. They're going to be in a position to where they cannot function in society the way they are. I mean, Rochelle, the, the director of the CDC, is already talking about that in november they're going to be looking at restricting flights for people who are not vaccinated or looking at their options in october they're rolling out the new mandates and and even pelosi or people are talking about how we might not have enough food available to enjoy a traditional uh thanksgiving because of the of the disruption in in the supply chain meaning these they're they're destroying america intentionally right this is that great reset that doesn't feel so great that they're bringing in <laughs> and nobody is is immune it doesn't matter if you're you know in a protected class if you're gay or black or disabled or whatever the bullshit they made up in the last few years you know, if you're a white straight male, you've been feeling this for a long time to where the society has been demonized against you. But we're in a point now where it's all just about whether you're obedient to the state, mm-hmm. whether you obey the state, whether you fall in line or you don't. It's about loyalty. And I know that we have these, this to cover. I know that the New York governor went full idiot here and decided that she would take on the, uh, uh, the full religious responsibility to let us know as a – I think she's a Catholic, right?
1: Oh, I wouldn't have a clue what these people be- are. I think well, she I says know. she's Catholic.
0: Mm. How many people claim to be Christian that are not? But that the vaccine, she said, is a religious experience. I know you brought this up to me. Like, what the F? Yeah.
1: I don't even know how to pronounce this woman's last name, believe it or not, because it's, it's, she's very new to the scene, guys. I feel like we just got rid of the last New York governor. Um, let's. Oh, no, we didn't. We got rid of the, the mayor. Governor
0: didn't. Kathy Hochul.
1: What was Cuomo? God, I'm so demented Andrew today. Andrew Cuomo. Anyway, we have a video, a very interesting video of, um, of our dear Kathy saying some interesting things. If we could play that, that would be wonderful,
3: everybody. I prayed a lot to God during this time. And you know what? God did answer our prayers. He made the smartest men and women, the scientists, the doctors, the researchers, he made them come up with a vaccine. That is from God to us. And we must say thank you, God. Thank you and I wear my vaccinated necklace all the time to say, I'm vaccinated. All of you, yes, I know you're vaccinated. You're the smart ones, but you know there's people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. You know this. You know who they are. I need you to be my apostles. I need you to go out and talk about it and say, we owe this to each other. We love each other. Jesus taught us to love one another. And how do you show that love but to care about each other enough to say, Please get vaccinated because I love you. I want you to live. I want our kids to be safe when they're in schools. I want you to be safe when you go to a doctor's office or to a hospital and are treated by somebody. You don't want to get the virus from them. You're already sick or you wouldn't be there. We have to solve this, my friends. I need every one of you. I need you to let them know that this is how we can fight, fight this pandemic, come back to normal, and then start talking about the real issues that we have to.
1: I just, I mean, I think it's interesting too. <laughs> just to, just to add to this, oh. that if we have the photo of her necklace, can we, can we check that I up think on we screen? Because she legitimately has, guys. You can see that just wow. says vaxxed. and this wow. is the new um, New York governor. And I mean, like, I don't know why anybody's surprised. It's like you know, like we said, sort of at the beginning of the show, her uh, daughter-in-law works for a big pharma as a as a lobbyist for a big pharma corporation. It's just like. How many fingers do these people have in the pie? Like, I just, I look at this and it blows my mind. It really does.
0: Yeah, so Governor uh, Kathy Hoch, how do you pronounce it? Hochul. Hochul. Oh, cool. Mm. His daughter-in-law is a top lobbyist at pharma firm that has sought to influence New York lawmakers. And you have this where, can we just break down the speech for a second? This is so weird.
1: I just think all three of these things together is just like, boom, there yes. you go. This person Governor is dirty as hell. Governor pushing
0: religious uh, connections. The necklace <laughs> and also the daughter-in-law being a lobbyist coming out and saying that they need us to be our, their apostles. Like the the Pfizer, Moderna, J&J, AstraZeneca, and that one... Kroger budget level uh, vaccine that we don't know what that is. Uh, I've come together and go, if you, you it's a religion. They go, mm-hmm. we need you to come together and to actually spread our message like a religion to people and do what's morally right. Not what's healthy for you, mm-hmm. but what is morally right.
2: This is, it's uh, deeply disturbing. I watched that video last night and it, something in my spirit, you know, it's like, that's demonic to be up there satanic yeah to be up there telling people that this is what god wants you to do and it's like well i know that my, my god and what i believe in and this is not what i need to do and to see, to sit up there and tell tell people that this is a one size fits all when i'm somebody right here right now that is telling you i cannot get this vaccine i have a blood clotting disorder so I, am i not doing my part for god You know, it's it's deeply disturbing and uh, it's incredibly sad. You know, I have my best friend. She's a nurse at Seattle Children's Hospital, okay? She did not want to get the COVID vaccine. She got the first one, the Pfizer one. And now she is uh, taking two different medications because her heart beats really fast in the middle of the night. She's afraid she's going to get fired because she doesn't want to, she's not going to get the second one. And she has a meeting with HR today. Because of this. And it's like, you know, she was the only one on her um, unit for a few months that was, she, d- she stood her ground, didn't get it, didn't get it, didn't get it. And then she was pressured, 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 got it, had a reaction to it. But the nurses around her were like, oh, good job. We're really h- proud of you for getting this. But it's now she might have long a long-term heart condition, you mm-hmm. know, and she might lose her job. And she's a great nurse. And th- it's just... It's so disturbing to see the governor up there using God and using people's – using that to get to people.
1: You know, it's not right. No, it's not. I mean, even as as someone that doesn't believe in God in any capacity, I watch this sort of stuff and I think – Oh, my God. these I mean, demonic is, I think, a perfect word for it. There, there's something inherently wrong. And also, it's very manipulative, too, because mm-hmm. if you're using somebody's uh, ideology as ammunition to try to manipulate them into doing anything, there's something really wrong with that. And I think what's interesting, and I don't know if you guys noticed the parallel, but most Christians, you would argue, or you know, most people who have a faith would wear their cross around their neck. Mm-hmm. And you're here wearing a vaxxed? That's your necklace around your neck? So
0: stupid, too, because... <laughs> is that not
1: like... I'm well, it's, it's,
0: it's blasphemous. It's also satanic. And it, and, it, and even on the side note, it's just fashionably off point there. Speaking of L.A. people, Brandon, <laughs> our fashion expert, would you say that wearing a Vax necklace is probably
4: pretty cringe? I mean, if you want to label yourself, go ahead. It's kind of the stupidest waste of gold I've ever seen, to be honest <laughs> yeah. with uh, you.
1: Baby, she can't afford gold. Of course she yeah. can't.
4: She's a New York governor. <laughs> I know. You know she's getting paid under the table. Ex- yeah you can't i would say you can't work in politics lobbyist, unless you're corrupt
1: with that lobbyist daughter-in-law she's well, probably like, i never thought article. i'd
4: want someone to bring back andrew cuomo <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Look, and that's honestly when we get into
0: this by the way uh this this governor wanted andrew out a lot of andrew's ousting was because they wanted someone more extreme and people brought this up that there was a necessity to bring yeah oh Oof. she's way more extreme than than, than andrew um but I will say this, that what's interesting is, is this shows you the void of the cult that's been brought up from the vaccine. Like, mm-hmm. so what What? What? started out with this, I was talking today because obviously, you know, with 95% vaccination rate at Harvard University, one of America's top universities, they're going back, at least in the business school, to online classes for first and second year students because of the large amount of breakthrough cases mm-hmm. aka people who are showing severe symptoms despite being totally vaccinated mm-hmm. you know it you get to a point to where rather than admitting that you're wrong mm-hmm. you double down yes and you get into a position to where you start saying okay I am not going to admit anything about the vaccine because obviously tech companies have censored us, everybody censored us, and a lot of us just want to live our lives. Yep. We don't wanna we don't want people to be known whether they're vaccinated or unvaccinated. Yeah. We don't even care if you're sick or unsick. I know a, a lot of people who have been sick with COVID around me today, but somewhere like Harvard University, one of the top intellectual institutions, goes, Well, 95% of us are vaccinated. Biden said this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated but we're going through an outbreak maybe we've been wrong no they don't say that like you would expect to be of all places harvard should be like maybe we kind of f this one up
2: yeah they don't want to admit that they're wrong you know and it's if this was really about health we would be encouraging people to get fresh air be in the sun exercise you know about what you're putting into your body, but now we just want a one size fits all. And for me it's like I got into stand up comedy because I wanted to talk about my disability and I wanted to t- I wanted to talk about things that I was really insecure about and I wanted to, you know, be able to have that confidence in my life. And now the thing that made me feel confident is I'm like getting rejected from because I don't have the same opinion as everybody else and you know, as comedians, we're supposed to question these things. We're supposed to, you know, maybe like make fun of the government. And it's very funny. You know, I've asked my friends who've gotten the vaccine, I've said, Do you trust the government? They're like, no. Do you trust the media? No. But you took this vaccine.
1: I, I think it's interesting. And I want to, but I want to delve into what you're saying here about your friends because it sounds like you're surrounded by some, uh, interesting human beings and I think that because I mean I think for those who are listening I mean you're obviously pretty emotional about many of the things that you're saying and I think rightly so it's sort of like Elijah was saying before once you've uprooted and you know moved everything to a brand new part of the country or even in the world if you know for people who are moving countries um, that can be very distressing but it sounds like you're kind of surrounded by people who Perhaps are not tremendously accepting of a different perspective, and I feel is that something that that really bothers you? Is that something that's sort of like ostracizing?
2: Absolutely, you know. I just I felt like in Los Angeles, I kind of just had to kind of talk about these things. You know, you just have to. Okay, for example, I went to a Starbucks. Okay, and everybody was wearing a mask, and I was just fed up, and I was like, I don't want to wear this anymore.
0: Based.
2: Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just fed up, so I took off my mask, and you know, I ordered my drink, and the lady she accepted my money, and I'm standing there waiting for my drink order, and uh, the woman who was making the drink looks at me and she's like, "Ma'am, y- you need to put on your mask," and I was like, "No, can you just make the drink?" And she's like, "Put on your mask," and I was like, "Would you? Would it be better for you if I went and got my money back?" You know, so she's like, yeah, you can get your money back. So I go up to the counter, not wearing my mask. I get my money back. But I notice as the lady's giving me my money back, she's also taking an order from this man who doesn't have a mask on. So I go, okay, so you guys are just picking and choosing who you're going to mess with because this man doesn't have a mask on and you guys aren't messing with him. She looks at this man and she goes, could you put on your mask? And he puts it on. And I look at him and I'm like, really? And so I just I just start getting really upset and I just start just telling everybody and they're like, How much longer are we gonna do this? You know? And then this guy who had two masks on comes up to me, looks mm. me in the face and says, I hope you die. Oh my god. And I'm just like, is no one seeing this? Yeah. Is no one seeing this? And for me it's I was with I was with a friend of mine who I love dearly you know, and she was just like, Lila, why can't you just wear the mask? And I'm just like, because I'm done. I'm done. You don't, you don't know the 2019 LA that I know. She had, she moved here in 2020, you know, so she only knows this kind of LA. And I'm like, this is not fun. This is not the LA that I know. And it's, I'm getting really disturbed. I'm getting fed up. And I felt like even in that moment, like something in our friendship changed just a little bit because the whole year, I was quiet and, I, you know, I wore the mask and didn't say anything. But for some reason that day in the Starbucks, I was just, I was just done. You know, and I could not believe that this man, he could have stood by me. He could have been like, you know what? She's right. We're not going to wear the mask. And maybe other people maybe take off their mask, but nobody stood with me. I'm by myself. And it's like, if the four foot six person with the disability (laughs) is not afraid, then maybe we should you know, kind of start thinking about this because here's another thing too. I remember when, when we first heard about this uh, bioweapon or whatever. Okay. When we first heard about it, I was in Costco and I was the only one wearing a mask. Okay. Mm. And that was the time that they were telling all of us, donate your mask, give your mask to people. I remember people were making masks and giving them to the nurses. Right. And then Fast forward to like June and July when they were kind of being a little bit lenient to us and like letting us not wear the mask. They announced in, um, in Trader Joe's, you didn't have to wear your mask anymore. So I went with my fiance and we were the only people in that store without a mask on. Because even though they said we didn't have to do it anymore, people are so just, they just still want to do it. Well, they're sheep. And stepping outside
1: of, and I think this is what's, I think this is the really neat thing about people who go against the grain, is that it takes a tremendous amount of courage. That might sound cringy to people, but it really does. It takes a tremendous amount of courage to stand against the you know massive swath of the population who does what they're told so and I think that that's what's really I just think that's really cool I'd, I had a similar moment to you standing in the Starbucks where believe it or not I was with Elijah and Brandon we were sitting on a stupid bus in DC and I'm one of those people that's like take mm, the mask off if you want to fight back take the mask it's off when you and you killed the bus it's when I ah, can we we can't talk <laughs> about it and then we got to say where the body no, is I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> but no, I, I had she felt like moment. it
1: I was just like, screw it, and I took my mask off, and I'm getting death glares from everyone, and I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm over it. I'm done. So I get you. It's one of those things where it's like, if you you need to be the change that you want to see in the world. Mm-hmm. I think my my follow up question here, um, and I think that I think we take for granted a little bit the fact that we're surrounded by crap tons of like minded people, people who are very much on the same page as us, Elijah and me, in terms of uh, our views and our values and whatnot. And even if they don't 100% line up, when at least when it comes to the pandemic, we're very much all Within, you know, the same sort of realm of thinking with your group of friends or at least the people with, you know, you, you that you spend the most time with or perhaps the people that you're around a lot. Do you feel like more of them would speak out, you know, those who secretly agree with you if they didn't feel like they would be basically booted from their friendship circles or, again, like I said before, ostracized? Do you think that that's what's what's holding them back in in some capacity or are they just not clever enough to know what's really going on?
2: I I believe that some, a lot of people are held back and a lot of people are afraid, you know, um. The thing that really hurt me is like when I posted the video about the comedy store, right? And at the end of the video, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'll see you guys in Texas. Uh, I had all these comments and I read one comment. This girl's like, that's it. I'm not following you anymore. Like I'm done. And it it broke my heart because I know it's it's just kind of like nothing about about me's changed. You know, nothing about me changed except for this one thing. And if that's enough for you not to follow me, that's fine. You don't have to. But it's so crazy to me that, you know, when people find out that you're not vaccinated or you're against the vaccine, oh, then you're out, you know, and that's what makes me so sad about um, some of my friends is I just I love them so much. And, you know, a lot of them are vaccinated and I just um, I pray that that they're okay. you know, after this, to be, to be quite honest with you, because I am scared of the long-term effects of what this vaccine could possibly do to people. And that's why I don't want to take it because I'm afraid of what it could do to me. But I I, I have friends and I have some family members who, who have taken it. And I pray every night that it was saline that was injected in them. Yeah. You know, I really do. I pray that it was saline. <laughs> and um, with my family members who are not vaccinated, you know, I... I do my best to send the messages of things that I find and hear, you know, because I'm just trying to save people who I can save at this point. Because LA is never coming back. And I think, you know, like four days ago, I was crying and I was missing LA, but and I realized, Lila, you don't miss LA. You miss 2019 LA, you know, because I was lo- I was on Instagram and I'm looking at my friends at brunch, and I'm like, I could be at brunch right now, and it's like, no, you couldn't. They wouldn't let you in brunch. What are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? You wouldn't be allowed, mm-hmm. you know. So. That's where I'm at is that I maybe, I pray I'm, I'm wrong about this and that, you know, the vaccine is great and it's, nothing's going to happen. But if, if on the, I'm just scared, you know, I'm scared well, to see l- what's going to happen let me, in the next Let me say years. this with
0: that, is that what's interesting is, is that people that don't understand the tears, right? So I'm clown-pilled and I laugh too much <laughs> and I want to get you on the clown pill on that. Yeah. Is that, is that. Is I cried too, Lila. No, no, but, but I'm saying that it's it's mourning, meaning meaning yeah. a lot of people. You know, maybe if you didn't live in these eras or you didn't understand, is that there is a a diabolical shift. Now, if we talk about depression, so if you're in if you're in the chat, if you're in here and you and you struggle with clinical depression, situational depression. Uh, I was asked by a kid once, right? Cause I've always worked with, with children, with teenagers and I loved it. And I always thought I was like an epic counselor cause I'm like always been down to earth and just like, yo, let me tell you the truth about life and let me do it with love. Um, but I remember a young guy was like, I don't know if I'm depressed, right? Like, do I know? How do I know? That's a weird question that someone asks you. How do you know when you're depressed? What does it feel like to be depressed? And I wanted to give a really sound answer And I said, and I said this, and I feel like it came from God, but it was honestly true. I said, depression is when circumstances change that were your foundation that you stood on. And so the floor beneath you is removed. And so you're now falling down a dark hole with no ability to get your feet back on any ground and no idea if when you hit the ground, if you're going to end up dead or you're going to end up back on your two feet. The floor was removed. You're falling down a hole. And you just don't know when you're going to find your ground again. That's what depression feels like. Everything from that you could stand on has been taken from you. And the reason why people who get so depressed... Get in that position. Like, I i mean, a lot of people that have watched this have felt suicidal, have felt in those positions to where, you know, from breakups, situationally, maybe divorces, uh, especially addictions too. y'all know, especially my boys know, like the porn and the, you know, the alcohol, the different things that can take you and you can end up in a bad position. Um, sometimes, especially emotionally for women too, like, you can ruin all your friendships, etc., because you're going through a hard time. You can be toxic and you just go, how do I get away from this? You can get in these positions where you end up feeling like, I don't even know what up is and down is. I don't know what stability feels like. I'm disillusioned with reality. And you feel lost in the world, like there's nothing around you. And you you mourn that. And sometimes you look back in those positions. And people who've never been depressed don't know this, but people who have do. You look at your old self and you and you look at who you were and you like long for it. You yeah. long for the purity of your childhood, for the simplicity, maybe your life before you were in that relationship. That broke you, of you know, restarting your marriage before it ended in divorce. And you look back and you cry. You do, you cry. And some guys don't cry, they get angry. Some women slash tires. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> key but, cars. But, yeah, but <laughs> key cars. Yeah. Key cars. Make up rumors on Reddit. But <laughs> but the point is, is you react in this visceral, emotional way because you're, you're mourning something that you know if the situation had been different, it could have been preserved. And that's what makes it so depressing is because you know it could have been different. Yep. And that's what makes this whole situation with what's going on in the world so depressing to so many people is because you know that there are people that are out there, part of the the, the global new order, that are intentionally destructing and destroying our country, mm-hmm. that are taking things that don't need to be manipulated and they are deconstructing them in ways that are absolutely manipulating our reality our society to a point where we don't recognize it and we look at that reality we stare it in the eyes and we go I knew I know not just knew I know that the world doesn't have to be like this and you watch your friends your family people get brought under this great deception this lie yes they're they're they're, they're children of the great lie you know and 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 you feel you hurt for that
2: and, and here's the thing. I'm not upset with my friends and family who took the vaccine. You know, I feel like they're victims. They're victims of this manipulation from the media. And, you know, they're just a lot, a lot of people took it. really do believe that they're doing what's best for society. And they really do believe wholeheartedly that they're doing their part. And that's the saddest thing to me is that I, I'm not mad at them. They're victims. You know, and it's very interesting how on the other side, the, the people who are vaccinated will tell the unvaccinated, like, you know, like, I hope you die and all of these like cruel mean things, like the man with the two masks who, who looked me in the face and said, I hope you die. And he meant that with all of his heart. I saw it in his eyes, you know, and it's like, if this is really about doing your part and saving people, why do you have so much hate? You know, why do you have so much anger and the thing that I think that also people aren't talking about is I think that the depression, the drug use, that's killing more people than COVID is. Oh,
1: yeah. And suicide, too. I mean, yeah. we've talked about this a little bit before, but you're exactly right. You know, the cure shouldn't be worse than the disease, basically, is what people have been saying for the longest time during, during all this, you know, pandemic-y stuff. I think a huge part of this, Elijah, too, and I dare say that you probably feel the same way, Lila, is the powerlessness that comes along with it. Where you're watching all these things happen around you and you feel like, I don't know what to do to to stem the flow. I don't know what to do to change anything. And I think that's where a lot of people start to feel very, very uncomfortable just existing because they go, I have no power over my circumstances. Government will do what government wants. And I'm basically beholden to a series of mandates and laws and regulations that I didn't ask to be imposed upon me, and yet they are. And there's no way for me to regain my freedom. So White Pill for a second, though. How do you like Texas so far?
2: I would say I I love how friendly and kind everybody is. You know, I think the one saving grace here is the fact that we have found a great church. And it's just it's it's uh, it's shocking how genuinely kind and friendly people are. Yeah. You know, and that that feels really good. So even though I am mourning the loss of my 2019 life and I know I should be over it but I'm not it's like no it's a process I mean um, it's totally a process I, I am I am grateful to be here and being on this show today has really made me feel even more so like I am meant to be here so again thank you so much for just giving me an opportunity to speak it feels really good just to get this out
0: but I want you to also know this too about yourself is that we're more powerful than they think, right? So there is a growing amount of the population. like obviously, this is visceral for you, and this is a this is reactionary, this this feels real because I watch a lot of people, you, you feel disillusioned leaving the world you know. But I want to remind you, there, there are millions of people who believe in you, who back what you say. You think the exact same way as you. And you know what? If you're going to be a little bit of a pussy and you're some guy that's big that wears double masks and doesn't back up a, a, a little girl that has no reason, you know, you should be on her defense or whatever. Is like the world is no longer about whether you're tall or you're small. It's not about whether, you know, it's just that you look tough or you're not. It's about people who have the balls to stand up. There's a lot of people who literally will not say anything. They will not do anything against what's going on. And mm-hmm. I want to remind you that you have the fight spirit within you. Like, Don't let people scare you. Don't let people remove that confidence because that boldness, that ability, plus you have a strong trigger finger and no no one can take (laughs) that away. No one can take that away. But on top of that, just in the real world, what you're doing, you have to have that confidence of saying, look, I'm not going to let the weakness of the people around me, not just men and women, but the weakness of these people dictate who I am. Because believe me, I'm surrounded, we talked about this on the last show, there's a lot of guys who confuse being a Chad with being a jock. So Mm -hmm. just because you look masculine and you talk masculine and you act masculine doesn't mean you're a hero. Mm -hmm. You might just be sitting behind your keyboard, working a job that you hate, living a life that you despise, telling every other man why they're not as much of men as you are. But you've done nothing to risk anything, to become anything, or to fight for people. You're a loser. And that's why you're bitter. So you're a keyboard warrior. And a lot of people on the internet are in that position. What the world needs right now is strong men. And also right now, because there's so few of them, we need real strong women. Not feminist women, but women who are out there who and men who are saying, this is not the life we want. You got, you're engaged. You have a fiance. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm really, really excited for you. And obviously, as you guys go forward and you decide what's your family, what's your resistance, how you build up to this. I mean, we are dealing with the most evil of people who are working and i'm not going to get into this we'll get into the digital dollar another day but they're working <laughs> to dismantle destroy and completely undermine our society they've destroyed comedy years ago they've destroyed entertainment i mean have you ever watched the new cinderella movie movie on uh, amazon i haven't i've seen clips it's it looks bad cringe it's very uh, cringe but it's like you know as as we adopt this we we can reject that fear and people need to realize this you can reject the fear that the world tries to give you and say, you know what? I'm sick of the shit. I'm done with this. And there are so many people who, when that peaceful divorce comes, when that time where we say we must separate ourselves from those who have been subject to the lie, it is coming, it is on, it's accelerated, and we don't like it, we don't want it. We didn't ask for it, but it's a necessity. Just like disciplining your kids, you don't wanna hit your kids. You don't ask to hit your kids. You're not trying to you know, spank them or or speak to them in a, in a, in a harsh voice. But they invite it on themselves, little bitches. They, they do they do like no, but I'm saying they, they bring it on themselves. And the world has brought judgment on itself. And unfortunately and in the United States right now, there's enough of us, I believe, who can form a more perfect union. We can fight back against this. And it starts like like I said, people keep talking about Texas being a state where it's turning blue. The majority of people that I know that are moving here are actually making the state stronger and more in line with American values. And the statistics show that if you look at studies, more people are moving here that vote in line with American values than don't. Even if a lot of Californians move here, a lot of them actually are right wing and people don't get that. They don't look at the studies of movement of people, but it's actually true.
1: Well, I hope you're right because if Texas falls, uh, people always say that America, like the, the Republicans won't win another election after that. A federal election.
0: Which... We would we wouldn't, but that's what we would split the country up, and that our enemies would like that. There's a lot of negative sides of that, but it's that we can't live in a world where there is a two class society. We can't mm-hmm. we can't no, accept it that. it's not sustainable.
2: It doesn't work. I you know we moved here because yes, I did just get engaged, and I'm really excited about that. But I want to have a family, you know, I'd love to be a mother someday. That's my biggest dream is to be a mom. You know, I've done so many things that doctors said I would never be able to do. And for me, that's my, my last box I have to tick is to, to, to have my own baby, you know, and it's funny, um, You know, my fiance, his parents are a little bit nervous about me getting pregnant someday because of my spina bifida and my scoliosis. But we moved to Texas, so if I get pregnant, there's nothing they can do to stop it, right? (laughs) (laughs) True. So I'm happy to be here. I'm I'm excited about the fact that we can't abort no babies here. This is great. This is good for me because I'm trying to have mine.
0: You know, they're like, Texas is the only place where they can allow 17,000 Haitians to enter. The border. I mean, while we also are restricting our abortion rights and we have a kind of a backwards society here where like we're doing some things right and then some things we're kind of effing up on a lot.
1: Texas is so bizarre like that because I feel like I don't actually know if this is possible, but if the Texan government mobilized, I feel like they'd be able to actually build the wall or finish building the wall in some capacity. But you're right. Like we have... Thousands of of Haitians and illegals coming over, and no um, one. What
2: about? Are they supposed to get vaccinated? Like no, No,
0: apparently
1: they're yeah, they're good.
0: So the (laughs) they're fine. I want to read this actually. um, Because didn't Saki
1: say something just ridiculous about this? Yeah, I want to
0: read you who's exempt from the the new mandate. So exempt from the Biden's vaccine mandate because even though I know this is true, we now have to add disclaimers on the show that I don't know if this is true because they could change it tomorrow. (laughs) But according to actual. what's happening as the point of reading this Congress and legislative branch is exempt. Congress staff is exempt. Uh, let me go back to that real fast. It just got off. Um, there is the judicial branch is exempt. The white house staff is exempt. CDC employees exempt FDA employees exempt USPS employees exempt. They can have testing um, and, or get the vaccine. The NIAID employees exempt Pfizer employees And Moderna and illegal aliens are also not necessitated in some of them to actually get the the vaccine. They're they're held under the same uh, standards as OSHA.
2: And see, that's that's the, the disturbing part about me. You have the disturbing part that I see is like, you have people who are working for these companies who are making the vaccines and they're not taking the shot. That should tell you something. We have nurses who are losing their jobs because they refuse to get the shot. Why are we not listening to them? Last year they were the heroes, and now we're just gonna fire all of them.
1: Yeah, I mean it's funny because even back in 2020, Biden was tweeting about how nurses and you know healthcare workers are our heroes. I think we actually have that tweet, um, potentially, maybe we don't. But they, yeah, he basically was saying they're they're heroes, and now he's like, just kidding. There you go to all healthcare workers on the front lines of this fight. Thank you. You're you you are true heroes. I mean, and it's he said that in late December, and it's like. Now they couldn't care less. Now they're completely happy to let people be fired, to let people be laid off. They're completely happy for all these things to happen because, I mean, and I think it's sad because when we talk about this, we do have to caveat none of this is medical advice. We are not trying to, we're not doctors, we're not experts. When have we
0: ever said that this shows, me- like they, they assume we do, that by we, us we, we speaking, we're to medical advice. That. How are we medical advice? They, we're not. They, yeah.
1: No, Well, we do have to caveat that as lame as it is, but we are, we're not trying to give anybody medical advice. Obviously, these are our opinions. We're, we're just, we're not, we're not experts. I kind of wish I was an expert. That would be good to sit here with my kids. It wouldn't PhD. matter, actually. I, I have know a friend they who was still...
0: a professor at UC Irvine of ethics and bioethics, and they just got suspended on YouTube for interviewing him about the ethics of vaccines, even though he's a,
1: actual expert. an actual expert Love with a PhD
0: that. in ethics and bioethics, and he was explaining the problems with mandates, and they got suspended for undermining misinformation. That's why i got to tell you guys, With the U.S. changing rapidly and the American value system under attack, protecting your family and what matters most is a mission most critical. Also, do you know that 60% of Americans say they don't even have enough savings to cover an unexpected $1,000 expense? Millions of jobs are being lost during the pandemic, and with mandates coming up, it's going to be even more, and a lot of us feel uncertain about the future. And did you know this? 66.5% of bankruptcies in the U.S. are due to medical expenses Making health-related costs the number one cause, which is why I got to recommend to you Safety Net Club. Now, what's really great about this is that the Safety Net Club is a community that as you come together, not only when you join, do you get immediate benefits, like a $10,000 AD&D insurance, which means that if you die, your beneficiaries get $10,000, a life insurance policy. They can pay their bills. They could pay the funeral costs. Why leave people with a burden when you die? That sucks. They're already grieving your death. Get, get prepared now. But also, if you get seriously injured, like with a missing limb or something bad happens, which is possible, because guaranteed problems happen, you get $10,000 cash payout, which protects you while you're waiting for disability or you don't have it. Most importantly, I got to tell you this, when you join the safety net community, you get uh, uh, introduced to a lot of options that help you build your own safety plan. Because obviously, um, a lot of health insurance plans, Offer you high deductible rates. So, you know, you're not really that protected even when you get hurt. So, it's really important to understand that uh, my favorite thing, obviously, is accident insurance. I know you know this. You don't have the best insurance plan. So, if you go to the emergency room, I know you've told me you're freaking out.
1: Yeah, no, I literally called the dentist today to make an appointment. They're like, do you have insurance? And I was like, let's not talk about that.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> and let's not talk about if you don't have insurance. But obviously even if you have it, you can end up at high costs. But for about $15 a month when you join at safetynet.club, you can end up uh, getting accident insurance, which covers all those extreme costs that can happen when you get into accidents that your insurance doesn't cover. Find out what the Safety Net community can do to cover your costs, fill the gaps in your insurance, or provide you services that you already don't have today. Don't wait till you're sick or you're in a position where you're stuck with big uh, payments or big bills. Go to safetynet.club. That's S-A-F-E-T-Y-N-E-T dot C-L-U-B. That's S-A-F-E-T-Y-N-E-T dot C-L-U-B. Get your $10,000 AD&D insurance at no cost to you when you join and find out the products they have for you. Um, so I know obviously you were mentioning what was going on here as well. I mean, health well, there's, is here. There's
1: two things that I want to burn through mm-hmm. before because I know that we're getting sort of uh, towards the super chat portion of the show. But there's a couple of things that I want to burn through because, you know, this is obviously New show we do. We want to keep you up to date with some things that are going on. But Elijah, you talking about before the breakthrough cases thing with Harvard University. I thought that you would love this video that came out of Australia, uh, where basically Victorian politicians can't put two and two together while they're simultaneously giving you numbers about how many people are vaccinated. They're also talking about uh, sorry, how many people are in hospital? They're also talking about how many of those hospitalizations are of vaccinated people. And I just found this video it was just it's just one of those ones that I just want everyone to see because it's gonna make we it. We also a have three hundred and seventy-five
4: people with COVID in hospital at the moment.
2: Eighty-one of those are in intensive care and sixty-one are on a ventilator. Of the people who were in hospital yesterday.
4: 78% were vaccinated and 17 were partially vaccinated.
1: <laughs> I love it. It just does not not make you giggle a little bit. It's like they can't understand that there's a correlation or that there might be a correlation. Yeah, I just love it.
0: I don't, I don't want to say anything, but obviously my point that we see all of this is that we aren't being upset at the vaccinated people. We're saying if you want to do what you want to do, you believe the science I'm going to get into this on another show. We I did, think it's
1: the government that I'm more about. Well, so we, we, we did a show yeah.
0: about how Ben Shapiro thinks I'm stupid from eight months ago. He does, yes. And um, <laughs> I watched it again recently as someone pointed out that I was actually 100% correct and Ben was 100% wrong. And as we've seen this, he actually said that it has a 95% so per- said He said that the, va- the vaccine has a 95% chance of, that you don't get infected, which is totally incorrect. And he also said that my uh, idea that natural immunity gave you a better response and a better protection, that some studies would say, I would assume assume then whatever other options there are I can't even say it on here they won't even let us anymore because yeah. they they've put us on a warning or a, a but you know is that down the road I think we found out that the in the entire vaccination campaign, what's been going on, has been very little about your health and has mm-hmm. been a lot about government control and forcing compliance. And then you see and you wake up as you've been emotional today to see how many people around you are still so asleep and are not seeing what this is all about as you watch these breakthrough cases with the vaccinated.
2: Well, people don't even want to believe that you know, people have died from the vaccine or have been injured from the vaccine or, you know, are having neurological disorders from the vaccine. Like, it's it's almost like they just want to, like you said, double down on the fact that they took it and that, you know, everybody should just take it. But it's like, we're not even allowed to ask questions or present a different idea or, you know, it's like, what about the people who have been vaccinated, still got COVID and, and have passed away? Yep. You know, it's like, okay, like, if, if the vaccine is supposed to protect you, then why, why does it matter if I'm not vaccinated? If it's supposed to protect you, you know? So it's like, that's why I get emotional about it because, you know, clearly you guys can see that it's not protecting people and people are in the hospital still. And I'm just concerned about the long-term side effects from this experiment that people, that we don't know yet.
0: New York Post even said today, and I want to say this, though. Like They're saying it's protecting people, and there's that. But then a couple today died minutes apart. I think it was like two days ago. Mm. Died minutes apart fully vaccinated. They were overweight. They had previous health complications apparently related to their, their weight. But the, the reason why I feel sad is that they were sold a lie that you could circumvent your poor health choices in your life by getting this jab. It would protect you, <laughs> and it didn't protect them, and they died even though they were fully vaccinated. And what's happening is, is they say, well, the vaccine was extremely helpful in protecting against the alpha variant, but it's also true to say that alpha they, variant yeah
1: god how many variants are there now like 50
0: i think there's like 800 maybe v- but a
1: thousand elijah they're yeah. talking about like overweight people getting sick i thought that you would love this because i found this story of uh in romania i can't even pronounce the name of this city so guys know, Calu- Calu- caluzhanapoca no, caluzhanapoca
0: caluzhanapoca you know one of my they, my, uh, my high school best friend was a citizen he was born in caluzhanapoca get,
1: get out I'm, I'm not joking this i was like <laughs> i don't even know how my His name is can't T- even Tudor
0: and sadly, our friendship ended because of my fault because I stopped talking to him and I like him a nice cool guy, but he's from cluj Well,
1: apparently in that area, uh, you, you can't get on public transport. Well, no, that's a lie, sorry. You can get on public transport for free if you do 20 squats. How <laughs> How good is that?
0: Attractive woman. Love it. Trying to show off some booty. Good photo. The boys are happy. Oh,
1: uh, I like her pants. I like
0: her. <laughs> I the boys are happy. Hey, cool! You show your ankles too. I'm not so the only one. Don't
1: you love it how, on one hand, you have Americans who are dying from being exceedingly overweight, being told a lie, and then Romania is like, "Hey, we're actually going to give you, you know, like free access to public transport if you do some squats."
2: That's amazing. So that booty. I love that. It's, it's, you know, it's like, um, not to go back to the Starbucks thing real quick, but for me, it's like if this was about health and safety you would think they'd be like, okay, you know what? We're just going to give this girl her drink because she's not going to wear her mask and we need to get her out of here because she might be unvaccinated and she could be spreading disease. But no, I was in there longer getting my money back, arguing with people, and they—they they, it was a—it was more about the control. You know, and that for me, was like, if this was really about safety, you guys would just be like, oh, she's crazy. Let's give her her drink and she just needs to get out of here. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't about that. It was about shaming me and... I just couldn't believe that other people couldn't stand up with me. But it's LA though because yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of
1: people have actually been, um I don't wanna, I don't know the nice way of saying it without swearing. People have had all of the gumption taken they out of them. They've been cucked is the key. They have no gumption, right? Like people have no ability to stand up because it's, it, that's also the bystander effect too and I think yeah. that's such an interesting thing when something's happening and people basically just let it go on. It's why people now pull out their phones and film people being attacked rather than stop like making it actually not happen. You know, like stepping in and going, oh, I'm going to actually help this person who's being beaten up or whatever the case is. People are just they, weak. They, they don't care. Especially the men in LA. It's disgusting. They're gross. It's We're gross, disgusting. Man. I had frosted tips Yucky. actually. Yuck.
0: I gotta say this. though. what's interesting though, before we get to the super Elijah chats, Elijah has to
1: tell you about his hair.
0: No, 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 no. What's interesting <laughs> about before we get the super chats is, you know, people that it, it, people that are on the internet don't understand that everyone's on their different journey. Yeah. Because they always they always look at the world through their filter, and mm-hmm. I always notice this, right? So, like, I have a, a another show that's called Slightly Offensive. People will be like, "Why don't you talk about this?" Or "Why don't you say this?" Or "Why don't you make it like this?" And I go. The entire intention of why I made that other show was to be the weed of right-wing and like right-wing politics. I never wanted it to be a deep dive into ideology or explaining things. I wanted it to be a show where we could look at stupid people, we could laugh at the world... We could make fun of people that were crazy and we could just try to make sense of things.
2: Yeah,
0: And it never was meant to be something that it wasn't. And I don't want that show to ever evolve out of it. And people go, well, I've been watching you for three years. Why don't you evolve? And you go, no, I am. But also because you evolved in three years doesn't mean there's new people not coming out of the filth today that need another show or a sink to find. And then they can go down the rabbit trail from there. And with you, before we started this, like people will be like, why, you know, some people might be like, well, why is she crying? Why is she not able to make sense of this? You even said to me that just a couple years ago, you probably would have been considered a liberal from LA. Mm-hmm. And you've, w- you've just been woken up into this, like, holy shit. Like, like, people don't realize that people that have been hardened for 10 years you know, in, in the wilderness, or like are living that have been done with this for a decade are going, why is someone so shocked? Don't realize how scary the world can actually be when you realize that everything you believed was a lie, <laughs> everyone you thought around you that loved you doesn't, and that the world that you wanted to build is fake and there's nothing there for you and that's where you've come to not by choice but by force and no one gets the emotional toll that really takes especially as a woman. Oh, Speaking yeah. of conservative guys, have grace on the ladies and the beauty of it is it it's terrifying.
2: It is and it's you know it's like I was on Instagram and I saw that like Kevin Hart was at a comedy club I used to frequent. And, you know, me in 2019 would be like, oh, my gosh, why wasn't I there? And I'm like, who cares? Who cares about these big comedians? Because none of them are speaking out against this. You know, they're promoting this. And who knows if they even are vaccinated? That's the worst part about it. Like when I was at the comedy store, and the bouncer said to me, "Lila, you should have just shown me a fake vaccine card, and I would have let you in." (laughs) That upset me so much because it lets me know, okay, so half of you comedians don't even want to take this, but you're pretending that you took it, and you're encouraging people to take this, but you're lying, and you're Mm -hmm. going along with this. That's what's and you're you're prolonging this. And you know, at what point are you going to stand up and say enough is enough? And and for people out there who yes, you're right, I am crying. It is emotional for me because I have a, heavy. I have a lot of friends in LA who who might see this and be very upset with me, you know, for for having a different opinion. But I just want to let those people know I still love you. Nothing about me has changed. And you know what? I hope that I'm wrong about this vaccine. I hope that I'm just crazy and that, you know, me thinking that it's gonna kill people or give people disabilities. I, that would be the best case scenario is that I'm wrong. You know? And, but something in my spirit, I'm just, I'm done. I'm done hiding. I'm done living in fear. I'm done not speaking up about how I feel and, it's emotional for me. It is emotional because like I said, I have friends and family who who took this because they truly believe that they're doing the right thing. Yeah. And it just makes me sad because they're victims. They're victims of this manipulation. They've been they've been pushed to take it because they're afraid they're gonna lose their job or they wanna go to the bar or they wanna go to a comedy club. You know, it's like a lot of a lot of people would not have taken this if we weren't if we were I if it wasn't gonna affect them going into places. Yeah. And we're we're coercing people into taking this. We're not giving people enough time to, you know, really think. People are just following along, following orders.
0: I know. And you know what as we and as we, we we're gonna get into this, we're gonna we're gonna see what the audience thinks some of these things, They're by very, the way.
1: These comments are very nice towards yeah, you. So, I'm saying so that we're gonna, much. We're going to do you know, shit on all the time.
0: <laughs> and I do want to let you know, so obviously I always want to read a couple podcast reviews because if you make it this far into the podcast, I say this on every podcast I'm at, I assume you like the show. So please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We're growing our audio-only base. Make sure you tell people that we are an audio-only and video podcast so we have both components. Go there and I read a review. And before we get into Super Chats, as of right now, we'll try to read them at the beginning of the show. I'm just ADHD and forget every time. But I I want to read a couple of these uh, before we jump into the super chats from Lady Veer says, Listening is good, but watching is better. I started following Elijah over the summer because Crowder had taken his annual summer break and I need a dose of non-political correctness every day and started going through his backlog of shows. Soon I discovered he is friends with Sydney and it made me excited because she seems like the only woman my age that thinks similar to me. Now I get the best of both worlds every weekday, I hope, uh, for a long time. Also, go ahead and read this one. Great show right there. <clears throat> that, that one there.
1: This one says, I typically have to drive around an hour to and from work each day and usually listen to podcasts from Blaze TV. You and Sydney are one of my favorites. I usually listen to News and Why It Matters with Sarah and then Slightly Offensive and Now You Are Here. And then Prather is in my mix as well. You've got all the good ones, guy. Um, I love hearing how you guys talk about topics of the day. Being a Christian and in ministry, I love the fact that Elijah and Sydney have such great conversations while being Christian and agnostic. I believe that is something missed in our society. Keep up the amazing work, you guys. Love listening to both podcasts with you two and look forward to where this podcast goes moving forward that's a lovely that's lovely thank you chris yeah thank you chris
0: let's get into some of these chats i we're gonna scroll down here we like to go through the super chats i don't know if you have you been on a lot of shows where you go through super chats before so these are paid questions people <laughs> pay to ask questions and to show their support not it sounds dumb pay to ask questions they pay they show their support and throw a question in, in a conversation we try to respond i was to gonna say lila as before well.
1: uh once you get red pilled which kind of sounds like it's happened um it does actually get better from here and you start to really cultivate some really neat friends and you start to basically, you know, align yourself with people who think similarly. So I promise you that it does get better and it's not this depressing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it really does get better. I know, I'm supposed to be, you know, a comedian and funny and I'm just crying. But No, that's okay. we didn't it's, bring you on here
0: for a comedy set. We brought you on here to be real and raw. Yeah, exactly.
1: I mean, it's like we said at the beginning of the show. You're an interesting human. You've had a series of very interesting experiences. And I think that listening to what you've gone through is probably quite cathartic for a lot of people who are like, wow, I can relate. So I think, you know, never discredit, never discredit that because Let's, we're just negative jerks all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go through a couple of these up front. <laughs> right, here. Send Elijah. Uh so gyro Murphy says, or actually I think no, wait we yeah. Gyro Murphy says, uh, what are some uh what are some other channel recommendations? Uh, we're talking about things to watch. There's a lot of people out there. Of course, we always say John Doyle, always I slightly knew you were offensive. Say John. Always Sidney Watson. His actual Justice Warrior is great. He's always in the chat as well. Adam Krigler is amazing. The you quartering. probably know about The Quartering, Tim Pool, Crowder. But on top of that, there's a lot of smaller creators like Gothics, Gothics et cetera, that yeah. are out there that are changing things. Anybody else you can think of? I mean, there's a lot of people. but There's just,
1: a ton. Yeah, I don't, I'm not good at things. Let me go through a few of
0: these. So then we also have Josh and Jesus says, if we are to remain free, we conservatives have to get over the golden calf of police worship, also repeal the unconstitutional law against resisting arrest. There's a lot to be said there. Otomez says, all the way from Del Rio, where's Del Rio? Is that Texas?
1: Uh, or is that not? I'm, I might sound super stupid I'm right now. Geographically, I'm not good. Tell I think, that's, I think that's Texas. I feel like
0: that's not. No, okay. Del Rio. All the way that was from, like
1: Brazil. I know it's maybe, in Texas. Yeah. Okay, I was
0: like, I thought that was <laughs> Texas. All the way from Del Rio. I love you, Sydney, oh, my secret wifey. Steve Pat said, yeah. I work in healthcare and our hospitals and news all said how grateful they were to us for fighting the pandemic from day one without a vaccine. Now they say if we don't get a vaccine, we get fired. I know you understand that.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I really feel for my, my 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 best friend. She's, you know, dealing with that right now. And because she doesn't, she can't get the second dose, and she has a meeting with HR, and she feels like she's gonna get fired over it.
0: I'm sorry. About I don't that. know
2: why healthcare workers don't band together.
1: Um, to like go yeah, <laughs> fuck you, hospital. It's We're a really, it's a really
0: rough industry. Trust me. Like I, I, was working. Like I still get, I still get offers from medical schools that like write me like D.O.s or allopathic medicine or whatever. They still write me and offer me a scholarship to Say hey, if you want to come back, because obviously I applied to a few and was gonna go to a few while I was in grad school and just you know working on that and I and I see them and I go that world is so elitist and really they don't care about human life it's all about money trust me you get into it it's all about money it's all I gotta say
1: isn't everything about money
0: yeah but it's not about saving lives and everyone's always like Shocking. oh I remember everyone's
1: like
0: at least I liked it in freshman year in college people were like I want to get into medicine to save lives and at <laughs> least like fifth or sixth year people are like mm, yeah I want to be rich as fuck <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> so like what like, at least go ahead and read through a few of these
1: uh sbg tunnel fox says good morning from victoria australia bendigo specifically Ah, i love bendigo our local paper has put an article out announcing that we will be the testing site for vax passports yeah australia is getting into the vax passports thing this show is awesome i love your crazy rants keep it up well i'm sorry that victoria is just a hellhole right now i hope you can escape or fight it i know um, I read, am, I, am I cruising Yeah, go through? through. Cruise through. Steve Pat says, so proud of Lila for standing up for sh- for what she believes in and making such a big move. Enjoy Texas. Makeshift Electric says, everyone says Sydney is hot, but I think she's just worn, <laughs> warm in that denim button down. You guys really need to fix the AC unit in that room closet. Dad jokes it's for the room. It's true. Win. I... Well, Yeah, we probably should. LOD689 says, Lila, Sydney, Elijah, what do you think will be the turning point event that steers us back to normal? An outrage, court case, debunk science data, et cetera.
2: You know, I I don't even know if we're going to go back to normal. You know, I just I feel like we're <laughs> I. I came to Texas because I feel like this is what's going to be what's left of the United States. If we continue to head in this direction, like what is happening in Australia is what's going to happen in California and New York. And it's just going to get closer and closer here, you know, and that's why we came.
0: I agree. And I think that, you know, I don't I I hate to say this, but what BLM taught us is that their violence worked to change the course of COVID and their violence and resistance worked. I'm not promoting violence. I would never say violence is good. I'm just going to say that BLM showed us that violence worked for them, and the left has been using violence to fight back. I'll leave it there before I get myself in trouble.
1: Do I, I don't, I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah, I mean, let's go
0: into this. Uh, Hydra, I'm, 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 I'm too negative. Hydra P. Hi, no, I'm just saying, like, they, BLM <laughs> used violence to get their way, and uh, hey, it worked for them. It definitely wouldn't work for us, right? Yeah. For sure not. For sure th- not. We never. Would, we should just bend over backwards and let Absolutely. people rape us. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Hydra P. said, Elijah, have you forgiven your mother and tried to return to the nature of men? Well, first of all, my mother is dead. Um, But also, yes, I have made peace and overcome my mother a long time ago, which is why I'm able to work an entire career that my parents did not condone and were not happy about. Mm. Um, And even after going to seminary and everything, I can still say, bend me over backwards.
1: Here you are. Josh, oh my gosh, says, Lila, I'm right there with you when my, sist wi- when my sis rather, was a week away from giving birth. She called me crying because the hospital wouldn't allow the father in to see the birth unless he was vaxxed. I was livid. That's horrible. I've heard many stories of this, actually. That's that's pretty common. So Let's pump through a few of these. Jake Doug says, you guys are my best friends. Thanks, Jake. Brian Schultz says, I'm so glad Lila moved somewhere she feels more free. And I hope that not just Chrissy, but other tex- Texas comedians help out. Elijah, go down to Crowder's studio and bother Dave. Landau to help yes, her out. Can I just say
0: that real fast? So obviously I had a relationship with, with Crowder over the last year, which Crowder's a big a big host. I love Crowder, and I love his team, and love his father, um, and I've been around there. I have been still working. He's gone through a lot of health issues, but um, we are big supporters of him, and he's very unfairly judged in a lot of ways. But also too that network is forming and you guys should start bothering Crowder so that we all start forming a more cohesive relationship on this network. Cause that's one thing that really bothers me about Blaze TV is that people are so independent. Yeah. And it's like Fox where all the shows are so independent that they don't really like it's not, not, talk, not talk about leadership, but the hosts kind of do their own thing where I feel like in these days where it's getting hard, we should all be working together really strongly you to amplify be a family. each other. I, I like the family vibes he anyway. Wants a family. That's all I'm gonna say. Bother people to make sure that family happens.
1: <laughs> Makeshift Electric says they're putting a straight-up Jason Biggs on that pie. I don't know what that means. Do you know what that means?
4: Jason Biggs. I believe that's an American Pie reference.
1: Oh. Okay.
4: When that's he I, uh, has relations with, with the pie. pie. He fornicates with the pie.
1: Okay. His name's Jason?
4: I believe so. Okay. Okay. Um,
1: <laughs> hidr- hid, whatever this is. The evidence that evil comes from women could not be more obvious. Disagree. But that's also probably because I... I'm a woman. Keep going. Funnily enough. Daniel Irving says border fix. Pay a dozen Russians to get caught coming over the southern border. Pelosi would be down there building the wall herself the next day. That's probably true. B, uh, sorry, R Bracewell 21 says the new gov is a whoop Wolf in sheep's clothing. Just because you invoke God's name doesn't mean you are a believer. So true. Biden. uh, Biden's a good example of that. Actual Justice Warrior says, I sometimes say that I'm an atheist. Oh, Sean. For the same reason, I don't believe in government. Now I can just show this clip of my governor to explain both. Good job, Sean. Oh, my gosh. Josh, oh, my gosh, says that New York governor acting like a false prophet. The vaccine is the mark of the beast and anyone forcing the vax on people is evil as fur. Uh KB Lorraine says the guest is so sweet. Yes, yeah, she is very sweet. Uh, To that pastor, I'll dog walk you and you can tell me I'm not following God. You're going to preach the beast on your face next.
0: That wasn't a pastor. That was a New York governor.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was a New York governor, yeah. (laughs) Pretending
0: to be a pastor.
1: Larry Funk. uh, This has disturbed people a lot. It's quite interesting. Mm -hmm. I mean... Yeah, it's, it's jacked up that these are the people that are in positions of power and authority, hey? Larry Funk says they're basically using it as the new witch test. If you won't take it or it hurts you, you must be one.
0: Right. Yeah, that is actually true. And David Gasper says, great show, Elijah and Sydney." You guys rock. I think it would be awesome if you guys could get the Hotch Twins on some time. You know what? I think the Hotch Twins require a payment to come on the set. And sorry, we don't pay people to come on. We'll pay your way, but we don't pay people to come on. We don't do that. We
1: give you water and coffee yeah that's our payment to you (laughs) mario tyler said got a sweet
0: enslave the poor hoodie how can i get y'all one uh you can send it to me if you send it to mercury studios uh you can look that up attention elijah it's a highly secure building so just put attention elijah and you get it someone uh, someone sent me a a sweater that i'm wearing on my show that says i'm schizophrenic and i have a gun with a bird on it oh my god and i'm gonna wear that on my next show anyway (laughs) uh jeffrey Mann says if you really trust the jab and masks are you just Dumb. I think you might be brainwashed, and also, too, you might be feel under pressure. Uh, Young Pei Chang says, Hi, guys. Hi, Lila. He says, Hi.
2: Hi. <laughs>
0: Stay at home. Dad says only mate with pure bloods. I also agree. I think that the price of seminal, uh, uh, like semen that uh, from people who aren't vaccinated is going to go through the roof over the years. I do (laughs) believe that.
1: Great engineer says, love the show. Keep spreading the truth. DOD contractors are forcing their workers to get the vax. That's very true. Haven't seen much pushback yet. Just got a promotion and now may have to quit praying for people to wake up. So are we, um, Our friend whose name I can't pronounce, H-Y-D-R-P, says depression is fake. I can confirm it's not. It's when people haven't been taught to deal with the small things. Elijah (laughs) Schaefer's... This uh, has the nature of a female. Do not listen to yeah, him. Yeah, you don't
0: understand that, actually. So uh, the Bible even talks about depression, and the Bible also talks about despair. And so if you're saying depression is fake, then you also think King David or King Solomon or great conquerors were, uh, were bitches and were hoes and were like little females. The great conquerors suffered with depression and even struggled with despair Depression wasn't even considered a sin. Despair was, so it's like that's fine if you're not religious. Despondence but the, is human. Yeah, but like like many people, I mean, even 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 Job, when he lost his his family, you know, he went to despair and depression. And if you don't understand that. There's not just little things, big things happen, like I said, like divorce or you lose a long term relationship or a family member dies. Those aren't small things. Those are big things that ruin your entire worldview. And I think we'll probably find going up on these talks that more people understand depression is real.
1: Yeah. Cora Nelson says, Lila, I'm glad you came on the show and had the courage to voice your thoughts in a public forum. It takes real strength to deal with what you have because of your opinions. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much.
1: Our um, mean friend that obviously has a problem with you now, Elijah says, Elijah Shavers. This is not good grammar. Is allowing this person to stay weak and gave her excuse to stay in fallen state. People wake up. Uh, sorry, people well, wake up. You I'll just have say no this. Friends. I'll
0: just say this to that person. I know what they're saying, but also you got to understand that if you actually deal with people and you're with people, everyone's on their own journey, and that's why I always say is that people don't people that talk about how they would change minds and change hearts. All you really want to do is just like the Vax people is ostracize people you don't like or disagree with or think differently A lot of us are actually on a journey to help people to grow and we're growing ourselves So we're on it together and that's all I'll say
1: Priverf says, I can concede that God may have had a guiding hand in creating the vaccine, but I'm sure he didn't say to use it on everyone <laughs> indiscriminately. I think you can like that one. Yeah. <laughs> Itty Bitty One says, Love you guys. Uh, you guys help me stay sane as I am cuddle- currently battling severe depression. Lila, I want to hug you. You break. My heart breaks for you. Stay strong. Hmm. Um, Vash TF's. 1985 says, This is what happens when you tell someone that person over there without a mask <laughs> is why your loved one died. And then they've, I guess it says, fuck mainstream media. I think that's what that's supposed mm-hmm. to be. You no, know, there's little stars. Lynn F says, Thank you sometimes through this i felt alone i think we all have not sure what to do or which way to turn had to leave my church because it got infiltrated by crt and covid crap it has been very disillusioning i think this period of time has been disillusioning mm-hmm. for a tremendous tremendously big amount of people mm-hmm. and i think we've all had to go through this metamorphosis to realize that once you have a community of decent people around you that's actually what's so it gives you strength i know that sounds very cliche but it really does give you strength so i'm sorry i'm sorry um, Lynn, that you're feeling disillusioned, and I do hope it gets better. Now as you take these, apparently I can't read. Nick
0: Aldridge says, Lila, you are absolute sweetheart. Bless you. Thank you guys for awesome show and showing compassion for the guests you have on. Look forward to your guests this week. Much love to you all. I know she's smiling. Can you go to your camera? Aww,
2: thank you. That's Nick. Uh, <laughs>
0: Sammy uh, Beigel Jr. said, or Pegel Jr. said, I've dedicated my life to special ed. I'm sad I'll have to say goodbye to my students on 1018 for not being COVID-vaxxed. Mm -hmm. I worry who I will be replaced with. Not everyone is equipped, qualified to work with such unique and vulnerable individuals. You know what? I don't want to just read over that. I just want to say, Sammy, my heart mourns for you. Do you have a word? Do you have a word for her?
2: Yeah, that's really heartbreaking. Um, You know, I will have to say that I am so grateful for, I had a lot of uh, different therapy therapists growing up who helped me um, in school. And so I have a special place for those kind of teachers, and that really breaks my heart that she won't be with those students because you know you <sighs> it's just it's unbelievable
0: no i yeah no i am I'm fully with you, and i and where hearts with you post flow said all the lib cities should turn into city states, and the red ones should be their own state's thoughts. Yes, I agree, Kevin Waite said, welcome, Lila. S- Number two, Sydney has the best taste in glasses and boots. Number Thank three, you. there's no way gun grabbing Beto could be a Texas governor, is there? I. I, I, I don't. That's a whole. She thinks so. I don't. But we'll I think he that. could
1: win. I think he could win. Yeah. Force
0: at Elijah, man, very inspiring today. Rock on, bro. Awesome. Take the rest here. Keep, keep going here. Dakota
1: Ware says, honestly, F everybody else, <laughs> especially <laughs> that guy that hoped you die, very true. That guy sounds like a dickhead. I'm not responsible for someone else's health decisions, and they aren't responsible for mine. I got it for me, uh, just like I got a flu shot from me. Yolo. Can I say, Dakota? Thank you for using full stops and commas and things because it makes it much easier to read. I appreciate <laughs> you. <laughs> r bracewell says everyone that is involved with pushing this are the ones exempt wake up it's not about your health the cross the cross reference says elijah dude elijah that depressant explanation mic drop schaefer mic drop um i'm your bro in christ and i see you keep up the good work we are here Druish um, af says, "I love Elijah, Sydney, and all the crew, but this episode was a challenge jerk for me. Maybe Elijah can smile for a sec at the camera so I can, can finish." You go to my camera.
0: Oh god! I have a weird like, like, like it's like these. I don't know what it is with the lights. You're and supposed to smile so
1: our friend can finish his uh, activity. Oh,
0: uh, so a smile jerk! I think that means masturbation.
1: Yes, it does. Elijah, thanks oh, for explaining. I didn't the realize this
0: is what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Bring Joe the tissue.
1: Oh, I can't pronounce this draw. I'm sorry. I'm really Joe. O- oh, her, oh oil hurt, all hurt, oil hurt. hurt. Mm. As someone with a disability, blind viewer here, Ah, thank you for being here, uh, I feel we are a group who is supposed to lean left and be independent, sorry, and be dependent on government, and it is so encouraging to see someone else with a disability standing up to this. Well, good minutes. What do you say to that? Awesome for both of you. Well, what do you say to
2: that? I'm just, uh, thank you so much for your support, and uh, it's, just, it's really nice to hear people being so supportive, you know, because like I said, I... <laughs> I I was, like, right when I parked here, you know, I was, like, a little bit nervous because I was, like, I'm really just going to go on there and I'm going to say how I feel, you know, because I'm in Texas now. I have nothing to lose anymore. I'm not allowed at any of these comedy clubs who aren't having me perform there anyways. And I just, I want to, I want other, I want to give other people that bravery, you know, if if I can stand up, maybe that'll encourage somebody else who's feeling afraid to speak out To speak out, you know, because if more of us would just say how we felt and weren't discouraged by our friends or what we see on social media, like we need to speak out. And uh, I feel so much better. And we're glad that's good. It's, It's cathartic, isn't it?
0: I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna read through a few of these. Rich G said, in regards to people not wanting to be wrong, it is easier to fool someone than it is to convince that person that they have been fooled. True. Brian P says, depression is not a lack of faith or strength. Stay strong, Lila. Much love to you, Sid and Elijah. That's also true. Modest Mills said, Sid and Elijah love the show. Look forward to it every night, every weeknight. The depression talk in particular hit home tonight. Keep up the amazing job. The GAE stands no chance. That's true. Makeshift Electric also said, so stand close to me. Don't sail away, baby. Let me see your heart. Let them see you just how beautiful you are. So you head on down to the bottom of the river just to wash away all the pain of today. I think that's a song. That's a song, yes. That's beautiful.
1: SBG Tunnel Fox says, as you talked about yesterday, Australia brought... uh, Bought two hundred eighty million shots. Uh, yeah, that's actually what we were talking about yesterday—the booster shots. Um, it's on the government website. We only have twenty-five million people. <laughs> yeah, so this is what my brother was telling me yesterday, oh and I didn't want to quote it because I didn't want to be incorrect. Um, but yeah, they have basically enough booster shots. It's like ten for every every person, or something like that, or it's something ridiculous. Bingo, I don't bango, do math. So. <laughs>
0: bingo, bingo.
1: It's bad. Um, Dan, Yin... Elijah, I can't Janine. read. Dan S says, whether you're vaccinated or not, whether you plan to be or not, just remember the people who were saying they wouldn't trust the vaccine under Trump are not demanding you take it without, are now demanding you take it without question. And that's very true. We did talk about that yesterday. MJ says, love you guys. It's not the quantity of friends, but the quality of friends you have. You can still love your friends from a distance and be there for them when and if they wake up from their workness. Stay strong. You just gained a new follower in me. Thank
0: you. Irene uh, Dizik said, the show is a glimmer of hope in a dark world. God bless you all. Joshua gosh, is back on the chat saying, Lila, you're not alone. I worked at Knotts. A dude told me, you know, Knott's Berry farm. Mm. A dude told me you don't belong here. Cause you're white. He threatened Ooh. me because he talked about the negative economic impact of line cutting immigration. Yeah. Trust me. The anti-white stuff is true. And that's a real problem today. Uh, Mr. Poppy pothole said, love you guys. Listening to you makes me think that humanity might still have a chance. However small it may be. Keep it up. And it, humanity will always have a chance until the last day. Will our nation have a chance? We'll find that on another day.
1: Um, GT (laughs) says, Elijah, here's another $10 to bring back those ankle pants. I was wrong. Thanks for being a trendsetter for us conservatives and blazing the trail of freedom. They mocked the ankles because they, they them, couldn't do it then and then lost they him, lost them and, and then they want them. Now they want them back. Nick Scarlato says, box of tissues for the guest. We did give her one.
0: <laughs> Literally Brandon, I watched you go over there and you put the box of tissues on.
2: Specifically. Zach
1: Walsh just sent us 20 bucks. Thanks thanks, Zach. Uh, you can always comment. We do. Oh no, he did comment further up. Um, CeeLo said, I just left my job in media at a hospital here in New York City over this commie nonsense. Got a job up in North Dakota and chasing a new life up there. More can do this too, but it's and but it's time to stand up. This is the hill I die on. I totally agree. I think that a lot of people just have to move. You really do. You just, just have, to you have to, buddy. Put your we've all had a, in. We've, It's tough. Everyone
0: in this room: Brandon, Lila, myself, and specifically Sydney, and also Kayla and uh, the the director. We've all had to move to Texas because of work and what it meant. So sometimes you just have to move. It's, unfortunately, you want to make your dream happen. You need to eat so basically
1: yeah <laughs> like i mean it's tough moving but
0: it's not as bad as people think you get as used bad. to it
1: it really is i mean i'm trying to move my family uh, my brother and his fiance it's right like a now from Australia. it's bad for the
0: first month or two like it's mm-hmm. like a look like, hard and then you it's a new normal and you get used to it and
1: then you find like-minded people and it's mm-hmm. wonderful <laughs> will d says texans stuck in cali well r.i.p we're sorry for you my guy that sucks thoughts on the military mandate my fear is making retirees get it to keep benefits
0: no i mean the, the thoughts on that Look, I'm not going to tell you what to do with your life. I'm just going to always say, do what you think is right. That's all I'll say.
1: Um, Just me or maybe not says the phrase, the new normal was brought out very early. They do not intend to ever return to normal. This is actually so true. And we did have, we actually had a video of this of, um, we can't play it now, I don't think, but we did actually have a video of uh, one of the Aussie politicians, the New South Wales um, premier basically saying that life for the unvaccinated is going to basically be very unpleasant from here on in. Like it'll never return to normal. It was scary. It's disconcerting. Zach Walsh, we finally got to your comment, my guy. He says, Texas is a laughingstock to states that are truly red. True.
0: We'll just say that, that they're keeping Governor in on purpose because he's not that great. So. Yes.
1: Yeah, he's a bit of a turncoat. Um, Dirge, D- Dirge. Dirge? I can't, dude, I can't yeah, pronounce Dears. things. Yeah, Dirge. Blackwolf. Black Wolf, yes. Thank you so much for the
0: $100, Dirge Black Wolf, And that is awesome.
1: Uh, most people will take the path that is easy. Yes, the path of least resistance. It's very rare and far between with hell barring down on them to have someone stand against the tide. That's true. And that's it what I'm going to say is that true.
0: a lot of people w- would stand against you, Dirge. that's true. Like, you know, it's it's funny because people think that it takes... You know, uh, like I said, like a lot of guys confuse being a Chad with being a jock. They think you have to be big and buff in order to stand up against this stuff. No, you have to be strong willed. There's a lot of buff dudes who are acting like total jackasses here and yourself's an example. We're like, you're a small girl. People could take you on easily, <laughs> but you're the one who has. Well, I should say I could say boxing
1: I should, match match after the yeah. show. That's it. We'll see who wins.
0: That's true. <laughs> we love it. We have a few more left here.
1: Reese Griffiths says, hey guys, here's a fun one. Tasmania, which is in Australia, for those who don't know, has had zero cases for almost a year now, but they're still mandating construction workers get vaxxed to keep jobs. Yeah, it's self-explanatory. You yeah. can work this one out.
0: TDHLDM.TAFBSC.RTA.2020 says, eyes fire Elijah, hashtag Elijah's only simp. Thank you, because everybody's always liking all these beautiful ladies around me and Brandon and I always end up in the gutter waiting for one measly person you to can, show love and adoration simp, you can
4: simp each other i simp for myself
0: i simp for <laughs> you remember brandon and i decided we could be bisexual on air for, for who knows maybe we are for you each don't other. have
4: to prove it i'm gonna get a new role in cinder you're looking cute <laughs> brandon
1: <laughs> the Listerable says lila i've never heard of anyone else with that clotting condition i have it too many blessings to you all David Sharp also sent us two dollars. If you want to comment to our friend V Listerable, you're welcome to. Sorry to cut you off.
2: No, I, I'm I'm just glad. Well, I'm sorry about the blood clotting condition, but <laughs> thank you for understanding me. <laughs> <laughs> Elijah, there, I think there's one left. Yeah, from last one I can one. see. Okay, last
1: one. Brian P. I love Brian with a uh, with a why. It looks it looks very cool. Elijah, violence is not the answer. But it's always an option.
0: Yeah, and I want to say this as we close out. Big shout out to our guest, Lila Hart. You can find her at lilahart.com. She's not only a crime median, she's, she's, she's also a comedian. But obviously, we brought you on for what's going on today and what's happening. She's a DFW local. You can hit her up. She's obviously probably not looking for creeps. But you know, if you know communities, friends, things that are going on, always reach out and show her some love. Uh, I just want to go ahead. I'm going to try to do the closeout tonight, if you don't mind. Go can ahead I- and say your name. <laughs> You start by saying your name, and I'm gonna try to do it I was it gonna right. say,
1: you're trying to cut me off from my awkward outros, Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Well, as you guys already know, I am Sydney. You can find me at the Creative In The Name channel, Sydney Watson, Elijah over at Slightly Offensive here on Blaze TV, and probably on Instagram and all the other platforms where you can find us. As always, if you are uh, one of our blind viewers, and we do appreciate you guys a lot, like Elijah said before, it helps us tremendously when you do listen to this uh, audio only. You know, when you, when you head over to Apple and what have you, um, and leave us a review, we do love reading them. Many of them are very funny, and they're also very thought out, and lovely so thank you very much for that as well yeah
0: well as we say here life is a lot of bullshit <laughs> and you are here and unfortunately so are we we'll see you tomorrow night at 7pm eastern time with an amazing guest you are not going to want to miss it I promise you we'll see you then